KZDC San Antonio. This is Archie Manning, 1250 ESPN San Antonio. And 94.5 FM. Down for the count with Brandon Medina and Dan Cialana. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, ESPN San Antonio proudly brings to you the best show in the world. This is Down for the Count. I'm your man, Brandon Big Poppy Medina. That is my tag team partner, the one, the only, Mr. Dangerous Dan Cialana, as well as our good buddy, James Pledger, running things in the gorilla position. How are we doing, my man? Doing good. And by the way, on Facebook, Pledger, speaking of James Pledger, producer John Dyer wants to know, Pledger, what is your all-time favorite wrestler, Pledger? Pledger well, said Hulkamaniac. fan and a Taker fan. And then mm-hmm. I, when when things got more evolved, I became a Stone Cold and Rock fan in the late nineties, early two thousands. Ah, look at you! I, I will say, Dan, did you take offense to that? As as James just said, as things got more evolved, right? As if eighties oh, wrestling see. was very minuscule. So my era, the the wrestling that I fell in love with. Right, James Pledger thinks is oh that's a, trash. You know, James Pledger is, that's is what I heard. Foo foo. He's he's you know he's the he's the nicest dressed man at ESPN San Antonio. Admittedly a, a low bar, but I think last week here's what happened. Last week we talked to what Pledger. Pledger, listen, you gotta talk here. You don't, it is you a low just, bar. The only reason it's a very low bar. It is. It, it is. is a very low bar. <laughs> oh my god. I think Who what it is, is last saw... I'm sorry, my mind is mush. I've, I've, I'm not drunk yet, but I'm getting there. Who did we interview getting last there. week from the Hurt Business? Bobby Lashley. It I'm was sorry. Bobby Lashley. Yep. Bobby Lashley. I'm so sorry. How offensive. But uh, So we interviewed Bobby Lashley. We asked him for some tips on upping our clothing game so we can be like the Hurt Business. And Bobby Lashley gave uh, a bunch of tips. And one of the tips he says, you got to do the pocket square. And James Pledger must have been taking notes because the next day, did I imagine that you were on Instagram with the uh, pocket square? Oh yeah, I had it. Now, did you do it because of the uh, inspiration of Bobby Lashley, or were you already ready for that stuff? Are you ready to join the Hurt Business, James Pledger? I am ready. Like He's I've got ready. all kinds of pocket squares. I am ready to go. Wow. Just stick it in there and just kind of, you know, stick get the it right tie, stick it in there. Get just the tie to match it up. Have it hanging nice. Yeah, I'm having hanging He's nice hanging. and stick it right in there. I appreciate that right there, there. James Pledger. That's what I'm talking about. What but a great week we have, of wrestling, Brandon. Of yeah, we have a huge show. We have a huge show, Dan. This is going to be an I exciting guess. week. You had uh, a beach break, little breakdown, if you will, with our buddy did. Mike Mayer, who's going to be on the show today as well later on. And then we have a friend of the show, Miss Denise Salcedo, jumping back on a talk with us after we made our Royal Rumble picks. That's going to be an exciting conversation. And we were all wrong, I think. I think. Yes. Now we were we we got close there. However, her pick, which we're not going to disclose yet, but yeah. her pick is starting to get pushed pretty quickly uh, post Royal Rumble. If you don't if you if you don't mind me saying, Dan, I think so. Yeah, I think I think the person that Denise picked, and we'll ask her about that. We'll confront her about that if she uh, still stands by. That's the person who should have won. But this person uh, was featured on Monday Night Raw. And yep. I think this person will do very well. So stay tuned for that. But man, this has been there's so much wrestling going on, Brandon. I mean. It's 2021. We're all looking for something to do. We're all trying to get over our trauma from last year. So you can just totally immerse yourself in pro wrestling. If you have an addiction to coffee, cigarettes, or anything worse, like you need to not stop having addictions because humans need addictions. We need something to compulsively you know, take care of. 
watch wrestling. There's hours of wrestling. You, you can just discount everybody in your family. You can just ignore your, your parents and your friends and just immerse yourself in this beautiful world of pro wrestling. Yeah, truly. I mean, it's something for everybody. If you if you enjoy music, we had Bad Bunny. We had him on Raw. We had him on Royal Rumble. Okay. If you enjoy, Bad if you Bunny. enjoy theater, wait. First though, hold on. Wait, well, don't disrespect Bad Bunny just yet. Bad Bunny. Go. Okay, and I admit this is an old guy question. Hundred percent, always. This, this is this is a dad question. Most times, this is an old guy question, right? Yeah, okay. forty years old. Okay, and, and you're gonna make fun of me. Go ahead. And I'm being absolutely serious. Uh, so Bad Bunny was at Royal Rumble. Is Bad yes. Bunny popular? So there's obviously, as you know, Dan, uh, Latino music, Latino trends have been ah, moving yes. pretty quickly. So Bad Bunny, I'm looking at it right now because I wanted to bring this up as well. Bad Bunny on Spotify, which most people use. Wouldn't you agree, Dan? Spotify. I use it. With me. He is the ninth most streamed artist in the world, just so we're clear. So... Not bad. Not, I mean, not top five. Usually you got to be top five to be on the show. Um, so that's clearly a reason why we haven't had him yet. But top 10 is not too bad. Now we are the number one wrestling show. So you got him. You got to make your way up a little bit. But top three, Bad Bunny is three. extremely popular, especially uh, with the Latino markets and as well with uh, the youngsters, Dan, like my age group and younger. So I definitely think it was a big deal. And they're really starting to kind of incorporate this more, almost like that early 2000s, 90s feels with Drew Carey and stuff where these these popular people are becoming uh, mainstay, mainstay figures on wrestling. You look at Bad Bunny, you look at um, our buddy, uh, the punter. What is his name? The, uh, I love him. What oh, is his James name? James Pledger's the, football hero? Yes, James Pledger's football hero, uh, Pat McAfee. Pat, Pat McAfee. Yeah, I'm, I don't One of the greatest podcasts going. <laughs> Pat yes, Dan really just said Gronk. I'm just, just like Gronk. I'm just naming people I've heard of. <laughs> Gronk was the 24-7 champion. You know when Seth Rollins uh, tweets, I hate football? Those are my favorite tweets I've ever. I hate football. Okay, fair enough. But, Got a job on uh, ESPN uh, San Antonio. Way nonetheless, to the Bad brain, Bunny. Dan. Nonetheless, <laughs> Bad Bunny is huge, Dan. Now, you know okay. what else is huge that I want to talk hey. about real quick, Dan? Come on now. Listen, fans. you're not, you're not going to believe this. I saw a statistic, I believe. Did you see that Superstar Showdown, whatever that India-specific show was? Were you able to watch that? It was like early in the morning? You know, only like a, a couple weeks back? Okay. I heard there was 20 million viewers on the, uh, watching that on the network throughout. Now, I don't know how that Man. comes about. I didn't even know there was 20 million, million people on the network. I have no idea. But I heard... Um, it was extremely popular popular in India, so possibly then another gender mahal push might be in the books. That's what your favorite person. For. I like gender mahal. I think he's cool. I, I loved the it when he won the championship a few years ago. It was a shocker. I wish they had done more with gender mahal as the uh, world champion. And I think gender uh, mahal is an example of how the brand split really hurts champions because back in the day when there was just one champion. Uh, you know, like there was one guy, there was one person who was just like, you are the guy. But when there's the brand split, it's like, well, if you're not too hot about one of the champions, you can just kind of just leave let them slide. So I'm old school. I think there should be one champion. Nonetheless, Jinder Mahal and the Indian fans and the Indian wrestlers, I'm sure it, it's going to be a great new opportunity. I didn't get a chance to finish that show, but I want to watch it. And India is a huge, Ginormous. huge wrestling market. And uh, there's actually kind of an uh, offensive sort of uh, stereotype 
in the wrestling internet community about Indian fans, this idea that Indian fans don't know that wrestling is entertainment. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know if that, I don't think that's true. I think that's just like a rude stereotype. I don't think and, so either, but I also radio, feel... not conservative radio, so we don't do racist stereotypes. No, not at all. However, go down the hall sex... for that stuff. Yeah. However, sexual innuendos, check mark. That's all us. We Absolutely. definitely take take care of that. But uh, when you look at the 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 Indian born wrestlers, Dan, I feel like we're constantly chasing this great Kali type of character all the time. And I don't understand. I understand it's not that hard to chase the great Kali. He can't really No, that I fast. know, but that stereotype of just a I didn't I don't know. I don't know this, and I don't mean to sound stereotypical, but I didn't know just seven three people were just born all the time because it feels like i feel like wwe finds these seven foot something athletes and they're always either indian or latin american or whatever the case and i feel like when it comes to 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 wrestling we don't really focus on as much as it was in the 80s when you were watching dan uh on on the big type of guys now you're seeing guys yes. of all shapes and sizes so i'm curious to see what they do after the show, especially with that Indian market breakdown where they had that many viewership. But being that it's a big week of wrestling, we just left off on a huge pay-per-view, Dan, which I know we're going to talk about most of the show. Edge, the rated R superstar, Dan, yeah. is going to WrestleMania as well as our girl Bianca Belair. How excited were you for this? And did they get it right? And uh, maybe I'm kind of an emotional guy anyway, but I, I cried. Uh, after Bianca Belair won the uh, Royal Rumble. Uh, not right when she won, but when she was giving the speech. <laughs> and I've always... What? You making fun of me? Yes, I cried. What it sounds like. I cried. I wept. There was, there was snot all over my face. It was a beautiful <laughs> moment because I'm a secure man. Yes. That's okay. Toxic masculinity man here. Anyway. Okay, so I cried, and I haven't had a chance to watch that documentary about Bianca Belair that WWE Network put out. I hear it's pretty good, uh, but I was really happy for her. I've been big on Bianca Belair for a long time. I'm on record of saying that she's going to be in the main event of Royal Rumble. We had Charlotte Flair on here two years ago saying that Bianca Belair would be a star. So yeah, these predictions yeah, I... have come true, uh, and I think she totally deserves it, and it's just great to see. It's just absolutely great. She's such a great role model in terms of just her her presence and you know just having uh, these these difficulties you know in this documentary they talk about how so beautiful we gotta we gotta we gotta, we gotta talk we about gotta it. get out I, of here I, I, I gotta i'm emotional here we'll talk more we are emotional next in bianca belair and i will cry even more on the air this is down for the count Take your romance game to a whole new level this Valentine's with Diamonds Direct's most popular offer ever. Five years, zero interest financing on any purchase happening right now. You know jewelry is the perfect gift to celebrate your love. And with this incredible offer, you can afford to go big. Like a $6,000 diamond tennis bracelet, just $100 a month. Or a $3,000 pair of diamond earrings, just $50 a month. Diamonds Direct has teamed up with the world's top jewelry designers for an expanded selection of Valentine's surprises for any budget. Romantic gifts starting as low as $400. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, colored gemstones, the guaranteed largest selection, highest quality, and always the best value. Whether you shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Make this the most 
memorable Valentines ever with five years zero interest financing on any purchase, including engagement rings. Now through Valentine's Day, celebrate your love at Diamonds Direct. At the shops at La Cantera. Allstate now has deeper savings, and deeper savings require deep thoughts and a deep voice, like mine. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. As someone once said, saving today is money tomorrow. That's deep. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. DriveWise is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Gary is refinancing his home, so he shopped around for the lowest rate and found it at Amerisave.com, setting him up for a lifetime of savings. It's one decision he'll never regret, unlike taking that gig in the testing lab at the deodorant company. Raise your arm, please. Oh, man, I hate this job. Pretty regrettable, Gary. Unlike finding that low mortgage rate at Amerisave.com that's got you on your way to a lifetime of savings. Amerisave's rates won't be this low forever, so go to Amerisave.com now. Lower mortgage rates mean higher savings. Call 866-514-SAVE or visit Amerisave.com slash licensing for cost information, terms, and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all states except New York. NMLS number 1168. In the early hours after the tsunami, it was ham radio that was on the air. Saving lives. When Florida was ripped by hurricane. The hams were there in the critical moments after the attack of 9-11. It was the hams who coordinated emergency messages. When disasters strike, the hams are ready. Ham radio works when other communications don't. To learn how you can become a ham radio operator, call the ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, at 1-800-326-3942. When you read to your young children, you're helping them learn new words. Which book do you want your daddy to read to you? Good night, And since it's during their first three years that they learn the most, it's very important that you start reading to them today. In a big green room, there's a picture of a cow jumping over the moon. For you, it's a pleasant moment. For them, it's a better future. And the cow jumped over the moon, moon. <laughs> you and your love and care can be their best teachers. Message brought to you by El Valor and the Ad Council. And after everything, I won the women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> All I can say is, Mama and Daddy, my husband Tess, I did it. And now I'm going to put ESD in WrestleMania. What a beautiful moment. Bianca Belair winning the what Women's is, Royal Rumble. This music is so hard for the Bianca Belair celebration. Hey, you know it's, what? It's we got to change. We've got to go intense here because we got to bring up the energy. we got to get right. hyped because right now gotta we're going to talk up. to Denise Salcedo from InstinctCulture.com. What's up, Denise? What's up, guys? Great to be back here once again. How are you all? Oh, my doing gosh. Great. Doing so well. I got to be careful because I got to say it very slowly, instinctculture.com. Because the last time we had you on, it sounded like I was saying instant culture, like like it's coffee. Instinct culture. <laughs> no worries. Instinct I didn't even culture. notice that you said instant, so it's okay. That's okay. Go. I'm very forgettable. I'm very forgettable. <laughs> so did you, how, how, not did you cry, Denise, when Bianca Belair won the Women's Royal Rumble, but how hard did you cry? How, I, I saw your reaction video. Did, did you get weepy? Did you have to turn off the camera? 
Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't cry. I'm not much of like a crier, like with moments, but like I will me? say this. I was like, yeah, yeah total opposite of being a crier. I, I'm an adult. <laughs> I can handle myself, Dan. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I was completely and like I was shocked to be honest. I wasn't expecting Rhea Ripley or Bianca to be the final two. I mean, I would have, I wanted it right from the start, but I didn't necessarily expecting it and wanting something and expecting something is two totally different things. So I was just yeah. shocked with that in the first place. And I didn't know which direction they were gonna go. It's like, are they gonna pull the plug with Bianca? Are they gonna continue Rhea's momentum? What is gonna happen? And so when Bianca won, I mean, I was, it, it was probably one of my favorite Royal Rumble moments in history. Yeah, I think this Royal Rumble had a lot of memorable moments in general. Uh, but I do want to say, guys, did Alexa Bliss get the, the the short end of the stick? I was very so surprised. You're making a short joke. She's only five no. I'm one. just I'm How just saying. I felt very surprised to see her go out so quickly and not even get to do the full uh, fiendish turn uh, around. And I, I I mean I was a little so I thought she was going to be at least in the final four and completely uh, was taken blindsided when she got thrown out. A lot of people thought she was going to win. Denise, who was your – I don't remember if we asked you about who you thought would win the women's. Who did you think was going to win the women's Royal Rumble? Rhea Ripley. Yeah, okay, 100%. Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley was right, my okay. pick, like, yeah, right yeah, from yeah. the start. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm actually going to be right on the Royal Rumble for winner for, like, the first time in my entire life. But I'm with you on this one. I was – I I, I know a lot of people thought that there was a chance that Alexa Bliss was actually going to win. And when she mm -hmm. really was barely in the Rumble, I do think it was the right call. She's being featured enough on Raw, and she's kind of doing her own thing right now on a different path. So that's why I wouldn't necessarily say that she got the short end of the stick there. We're making these short jokes. I'm, I'm feeling very bad because I'm a shorter <laughs> person myself. I'm five. You're six, feeling attacked, whatever, but... right. Okay, so with Alexa Bliss, though, like, it was funny. We thought we were going to see the Fiend turn and everything, but then they're like, nah, we ain't going to do it. It's kind of like a joke, you know, but yeah. I know a lot of people are disappointed that Alexa didn't win, but I really think she still has, like, a big kind of, like, spotlight on TV. She's on TV every week. That was absolutely awesome. But Denise Salcedo, I know you predicted on our show when we were talking to you that Damian Priest would yep. win the Men's Royal Rumble. We so, kept the receipts. We kept, we the, kept receipts. the receipts. And I, I think hey, we I were doubting it because I tweeted. Yeah, I tweeted your yes. video out to kind of remind everyone. She's like, I don't want to tweet it. But so he, yeah, he, he lost. Were you sad that that uh, Damian didn't win that thing? All right, so no, I wasn't because I, I said it was a long shot. Like right from the start, I was like, I would have liked it, but it was definitely a long shot. And I think he was more of my pick because I didn't really have anybody else that I necessarily felt passionate about. And so in when da when Damien Priest won, I was very excited for him. I mean, excuse me, when Damien Priest was on, when he came out, I was very excited Reality, for him. Reality, not your dreams, not your yeah, dreams. Yeah, exactly, tonight, but exactly, really exactly. But when he came out on Raw afterwards, I thought that was such a great follow-up. And even at the Rumble, he had such a great showcase. I mean, he, he eliminated Kane. He eliminated a couple of people, and I thought that was pretty cool. So even though he did not win, I thought it was a great showcase for Damien Priest. Now, what I will say is that's a solid call out because Damian Priest looks like he's getting pushed very heavily now, even with that first showing on Raw. So we might see a, a, a second year Royal Rumble winner. Is that what we're, we're predicting a, a year away already? I can't predict a year in advance. No, not <laughs> oh, yet. On, I can't. Denise. I can't. No, I can't. It Denise. would be it would be it would be too. No, anything can happen and things can change like so fast. It would be crazy.
Well, just imagine, so, guys. Imagine just 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 put yourself in your mind. It, it, it's imagine it's November 2019, and then someone from the future, someone from February of 2021, visits you from the future and says, "Hey, do you know who's going to headline WrestleMania 2021? Edge. Like Edge, Edge. He's retired. He, he's going to die. Oh, how's he headlining WrestleMania? Because he won the Royal Rumble in front of the Thunderdome." What the hell is the Thunderdome? Like, this year just makes no sense. The idea, it was so surreal seeing Edge win the Royal Rumble in front of a digital screen. This would have made no sense two years ago. But I'm here for it. Because if we need a digital screen to still have wrestling and still have a crowd and that excitement during the pandemic, that's cool. And if Edge is healthy, if he's truly, if he truly is healthy, and I, I want to believe that WWE is being very cautious and I'm glad to see it. But I want to ask you guys about NXT on Wednesday night because Edge showed up on NXT and kind of made some kind of hints that maybe he might challenge mm -hmm. for the NXT championship because, hey, I won the Royal Rumble so I can take any championship match. Maybe that means he can go for the women's role, <laughs> the women's uh, Raw you know, championship. Maybe he'll go for the 24-7. No, he's not going to go through any of that. Uh, but, you know, would it be a waste, though, for Edge to actually choose to go after the NXT championship? His reasoning being, hey, this is one belt that I never had. Denise, what do you think? I don't think so because I thought the fact that he was on NXT and you know that he was you know part of the Finn Balor Pete Dunne stare down where you know they're staring at each other and he's sort of in the background you know eyeing the both of them I thought that was such a cool moment and if anything you know I think that it helps elevate the NXT championship that much more I'm not saying he has to win I'm just saying that like even the fact that he has that interest in pursuing the championship at NXT I do think that you know, it adds to the belt. It really does. It makes it, you know, more on par with the WWE belt and the universal one. Yeah, I think for me, Dan, uh, honestly, if, if you put this on paper, right, if we think about this, not just as wrestling fans, but as 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 journalists of wrestling, right? When you put this on paper, Finn Balor's on a very short list of people that have beaten Brock Lesnar, and he was the first universal champion. So he kind of put this whole thing into effect. I do think... Uh, Rhea Ripley has proven that she could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Charlotte last year for the NXT Championship. That has now proven to be helpful when Rhea Ripley's now in the top two in the Royal Rumble, the last two, and now she's looking to probably get catapulted into uh, the women's division as a main player. I think the NXT belt is a legitimate belt. It's not a developmental program. It's on TV. We've talked about this at times, and I say at times, and I mean most times. It has a better show than the main roster, the main roster. So I do think Finn Balor's a legitimate opponent. I think Pete Dunne's a legitimate opponent. And I think Edge is a legitimate challenger and somebody that we would all love to root for. And it'd be a perfect dream scenario to see him and Finn Balor or him and Pete Dunne go at it if, it's, if that's the way they want to go. However, I think Roman Reigns would be a great option. I think Drew would be a great option. I think either way they go with it, we're going to tune in because we love the sport. Now, someone who may not be a legitimate competitor, is Goldberg. We saw Goldberg face Drew McIntyre opening up the Royal Rumble with a championship match. Uh, were you guys afraid that Goldberg, first Denise, were you afraid that Goldberg would win and defeat Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship and that you'd have to uh, be one of those annoying WWE fans who says, I'm going to cancel my WWE Network. Vince McMahon is out of touch. Did you think Goldberg had any chance in hell? of defeating Drew McIntyre, Denise? No, I think I knew right from the start what this was going to be. And I'm a Goldberg fan, so I knew for a fact really? that he was going to go in there. Yes. You like I'm one the of the little few. booty shorts, the little 50-year-old man booty wow. And so I they knew that shorts. he wasn't going to win, though. Like, going into this, 
it, it, it wouldn't have made any sense whatsoever. And I do think that WWE has been doing well with Drew McIntyre's title reign, at least the best that they possibly can. And it has been showing and things have been getting better and better. He's had more opponents now. So I am glad to see that. But I didn't think that Goldberg would be defeating Drew McIntyre. Brandon, if I, Goldberg had won, would you have thrown your computer out the window? I was scared as hell. Let me let you know. I was so <laughs> nervous. I was, I was, I mean, the Twitter sphere was buzzing, right? Yeah. Everybody was going crazy. Uh, I know, I think me, you, and our buddy Mike Mayer over there in LA shared some texts, and we were like, there's no way this is going to happen because we usually we know that these matches usually take, you know, two to three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. Mm -hmm. And so we had a, a potluck going uh, virtually with my buddies watching the show of like the over under time on Goldberg's match. And I think for, 30 for seconds me, or 90 they, seconds. Well, they did it right. I think they booked it right. I think I think Denise is correct. Goldberg has beaten the fiend, right? He's beaten Brock Lesnar. He's he's a legitimate contender, whether we like it or not. And I think when you book Drew to go over a legend like that, and then the ending was perfectly booked, where Goldberg shakes his hand, says, "Hey, you know." passing the reins almost as like you're the next guy in line you're, you're you're the guy in charge here drew mcintyre looks like a legitimate champion he needs to look like a legitimate champion because he's got an absolute screw over the past year of not being able to celebrate this stuff with fans and not being able to to really be that champion that the fans uh really cheer for uh from a distance now at home but i do think they booked this correctly and i think drew mcintyre i pray and i hope he has a very long-lasting title run because the dude has everything dude's a star I love Drew McIntyre. We've had him on our show before. Great guy, nice guy. Hope to have him on many more times. And uh, we only got a couple more minutes with Denise here. So Denise Salcedo from InstinctCulture.com. Say it real slow. Let the words breathe. Uh, if you had to pick any uh, from the Royal Rumble matches, the non-actual like over-the-top rope, you know, the, the other matches, what would be your favorite non-Rumble match from last Sunday's pay-per-view? I would have to say it was definitely Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns. And even though the ending was a little funky, whatever, I just thought that, yeah. I mean, my goodness, Kevin Owens practically killed himself 1 million times in that match. But it was just such a good match. It was fun. It was entertaining. It was one of those things that this is one of the matches that I think in several years, people are still going to talk about. Still, People are going to be like, oh, do you remember the time Roman Reigns ran over Kevin Owens with a golf cart? Do you remember? the time mm -hmm. that he threw that 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 kevin owens did the swanton from the forklift i mean there is so much to remember just from that match even the fact that paul Heyman couldn't get the right yes. uh couldn't untie him from me and unhandcuff him excuse me well, the referee was like got the seven and the referee was like eh, let me just stop i mean i i will say dan denise let's be honest kevin owens Got hit way too damn hard with that golf cart. That was going way too fast. Yeah, I don't know. Sandy Guevara was, was like, damn. It was I mean? perfect timing, I think. Like, it was so, like, it came out of nowhere. And I think what also helped, too, was the camera shot. Because in the camera shot, there was no, there was no hint that anything would be happening. Like, he was kind of just there. And then out of nowhere, the golf cart enters the camera shot. like an camera RKO, shot. except with a golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Out of, out of nowhere. Well, Denise, it always goes by so fast when we have you on. How can we find you online and all your beautiful wrestling <laughs> journalism? 
Yeah, seriously, guys, go check me out on youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I have a lot of new stuff on there. You can watch my reaction to Bianca Belair winning the Women's Royal Rumble. You can check out some of my interviews with Peyton Rose, Matt, uh, Peyton, Peyton, and then also Matt, Matt Cardona. Cardona. You can go ahead and check that out as well. Denise Salcedo from instinctculture.com. Thanks for joining us tonight on ESPN San Antonio. Thank you. If your water tastes bad or has an odd smell, you need to call Alamo Water Softeners because in San Antonio, we have some of the hardest water in the country. When you call Alamo Water Softeners, they'll come to your home, give you a free estimate, and test your water. Right now, save $300 on select water care water softeners from Alamo Water Softeners, the best value for the highest quality water treatment. Go to alamowatersofteners.com and discover the Alamo Water Softeners difference. That's alamowatersofteners.com. Carmen's startup found an angel investor, but now they're asking for a miracle from her development team. Hello, this is Carmen. That's exciting news. I guess we could launch early. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. There's never any FOMO with the iHeartRadio app. You won't ever have to miss out on your favorite shows and contests with this radio station again. Radio 24-7, 365. We're here when you want us. Stay connected and listen anywhere when you download the free iHeartRadio app. Your child deserves to be in the very best hands. The South Texas early childhood experts at the Brighton Center are some of the most capable hands of all, earning us the Nonprofit of the Year Award. The team delivers the best childhood education, therapy, and support in the San Antonio area, catering to your child's specific needs. We prepare children for kindergarten and the rest of their lives. Because children aren't our job, they're our passion. Brighton Center, the right help at the right time can change a life. Visit brightonsa.org to learn more. Take your romance game to a whole new level this Valentine's with Diamonds Direct's most popular offer ever. Five years, zero interest financing on any purchase happening right now. You know jewelry is the perfect gift to celebrate your love. And with this incredible offer, you can afford to go big. Like a $6,000 diamond tennis bracelet, just $100 a month. Or a $3,000 pair of diamond earrings, just $50 a month. Diamonds Direct has teamed up with the world's top jewelry designers for an expanded selection of Valentine's surprises for any budget. Romantic gifts starting as low as $400. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, colored gemstones. The guaranteed largest selection, highest quality, and always the best value. Whether you shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Make this the most memorable Valentine's ever with five years zero interest financing on any purchase, including engagement rings. Now through Valentine's Day, celebrate your love at Diamonds Direct. At the shops at La Cantera. It's the 55th annual football championship, and you can follow all the action at betonline.net. Tampa Bay meets Kansas City on Sunday, and you can bring the game home at betonline.net. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel.
your winner, the Rated R Superstar, Edge wins his second Royal Rumble, 11 years to the day from his first victory. Welcome one, welcome all. This is Down for the Count. I'm your man, Brandon Big Poppy Medina. That is the dangerous Dan Cialano. We got our buddy James Pledger running things in the gorilla position. And we have one third of the click, it seems, here on ESPN San Antonio. Mr. Mike Mayer, we are all back together as always. I got Razor Ramon on there because I feel like if this is the NWL, I need to be the Razor Ramon here. Come get like, <laughs> like, together. I feel like sweet. if we're getting exactly if we're getting the band back together i i am not taking razor you know what i'm saying so yeah but as always we got our buddy mike what's going on brother how are things in beautiful sunny california uh it, they've actually i mean it's just been surprisingly cold out here i mean i know it's Whoa. february but it's just like hey you, the weather like anytime anything gets under like 60 out here everybody freaks out so oh, it's man. just like the place it rains i lived on the east coast so i tell people hey if you're mad about like a little bit of weather underneath 60 you, you need to realize that I've, I've dealt with snowy weather when I lived in the East coast in DC. So it's just like, and you guys probably have, are, are familiar at least with some cold weather. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, you know, me and Dan, a little cold hearted more than the cold weather, bit. We are but stone cold. it is <laughs> stone, stone cold. cold. Exactly. Yeah, but right. oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yes, yeah. Exactly. oh, hell yeah. Edge <laughs> won the Royal rumble 2021. And I have to wow. say this and I, I know you guys are gonna make fun of me, but I was really hoping and praying that somehow, some way, that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, would surprise everybody. I know you mm -hmm. would show up I to know Royal you Rumble, win Royal Rumble, challenge his cousin Roman Reigns, and I would see it at WrestleMania this year. So uh, Edge's win, although I was happy for Edge, especially all the things he's gone through, I was it was kind of bittersweet for me. I gotta say. Gotta what do say. you think, Mike? Um, look, if it wasn't going to be Daniel Bryan, I think Edge was the right choice just because given the story and the, the promo that he had on Monday, like I think it instilled a lot of belief that he the was Monday going before. to win it The uh, on the raw. Yeah. On the raw before where they just randomly announced, Hey, uh, Edge is going to have a promo. I was like, okay, he's going to announce he's going to be in the rumble, but he's so good on the mic. And then he was yep. talking about like how different this was than the surprise appearance he made. Uh, last year, which was going, honestly one of the best Rumble moments ever. That's I was on your guys' show like right after, and I still can't believe that. I still can't believe he's wrestling. And then they announce on backstage that he's going to be, they announced he was going to be a number two. Then he ended up being number one. I was like, there's no way. There's yeah, no way right. that they're going to, they're going to make him run the gauntlet. They haven't done a, a spot like that in the Royal Rumble. There's always a marathon guy. Uh, in every Rumble match, like it, it, we've seen over the years, there's always a guy who starts in like the first two or three. Bianca Belair also did it on the women's side too. So you always see guys run the gauntlet, but they never finish it. The last guy to do it was Rey Mysterio in 06, and he was number two. Never and finished, Edge yeah. is four, Ed, And Edge hasn't wrestled in seven months. He is 47 years old. And this yeah, is what, no. his fourth or fifth match since he came back last year? Like, holy so, crap, what a performance. Like, that's something that nobody's even talking about. He won, but to do that for almost an hour, cold for seven months, coming off a triceps injury at 47 is an unbelievable accomplishment. We need to be celebrating you know, that. And, and if someone would have told me, like, if I didn't watch Royal Rumble and someone told me, gave me the spoilers and said Edge won, I would have been like, okay, did he come out at number 28? You know, I mean, if I didn't know yeah, the story number line, 30? Yeah, yeah he's he number 30, number, yeah. Yeah, once I heard that he and Orton were going to be number one and two, I'm, I'm like, okay, there's no way in hell they're going to win. What's funny is, Dan, how, 
me and you have been doing this show for a long time now. Uh, not like crazy. Obviously, you know, we're not the blitz. Calm down. I'm not saying that. But we've been doing this for like, what, two years now or so? And I think, I think so. B- back in late 2019 or so, I remember telling you, and I said, Dan, the dirt sheets are reporting that Edge is coming back. And you said, there's no way in hell. There's not a chance. Yeah. And then now looking back, if I said, not only is he going to return, but the following year, he's going to win the Royal Rumble. And he's going to headline WrestleMania. Dan Cialana yeah. would have bet the house that there was no chance in hell. I was mm-hmm. wrong. I'm so glad we don't have that recording. It's been burned. It's been, uh, it's stored away, actually, I think. In the ESPN I, I vault have somewhere, it saved. Never it's to here. return. <laughs> but this was the, uh, this Go was through the actually, archives. at the end of 2019, we were making predictions for 2020. And Brandon brought up this crazy rumor from the dirt sheets that, oh, Edge has been working out at the PC, at the Performance Center. And he mm-hmm. may be coming back for Royal Rumble WrestleMania. And I, I literally said, no, if that's not true. If you believe that, you're stupid. Because I said, if Edge you returns did. to the ring, he'll die. I said the words, Literally, he'll words, die. Words, yes. I was so glad to be wrong. Yeah, clearly. I mean, obviously, let's <laughs> let, let's not pray for anything crazy like that. Yeah, but I, exactly. think, I don't want to be right. You know, I will say, though, yeah, but I will today. say, I will say, Mike, I agree with you. So I'm I'm a, I'm a betting man, right? Me, Pledger, and our other buddy, our, the other Mike of yeah. uh, ESPN San Antonio. We're all we're all betting guys, and I know for me, Daniel Bryan was the favorite of Vegas, yeah. right? It was like it was like plus five hundred. So you bet a hundred bucks, you get five hundred, whatever. Okay, yeah. so. When Edge answered a number one, I was going to put the mortgage on Daniel Bryan. I was like, there's oh, yeah. not a chance. That, to me, there's to not me, a like, chance that Edge is taking this. And there we are. Yeah, exactly. Like, so when the backstage news came out, it was like, yeah, there's no way that they're going to have Edge run the gamut. And then the bigger surprise for me in the men's match is how early Daniel Bryan went out. I thought he was going to be in the final four. I know Seth yeah. Rollins, and that creates a whole different storyline going forward. And I'm all for that being a WrestleMania match, potentially, if that's the way they want to go. But Daniel Bryan not even making it to the final four was just it was a big surprise for me because I honestly thought given the way he led into the I know he had lost a bunch of matches, but he had a great promo uh, on the on the go home show for Friday Night Smackdown that led you to believe, hey, he's trying to sell the fact that maybe this is this is going to be it for him. And he hadn't been in a rumble match in a long time because he's been in title matches or on secondary matches on the show. So you felt that if it wasn't going to be this year, when is it going to happen? So him going out early was a big surprise for me, but yeah, if it wasn't going to, as I said from the beginning, if it wasn't going to be Daniel Bryan, it felt like just the way that they had been going into the Royal rumble, that edge seemed like a logical choice given like just yeah. the career journey. And they want to hammer home the redemption story for him. And I believe, you know, I, th- I think one reason they put him in number one, WWE put him in number one for Royal Rumble and had him, had him stay the entire time is I think WWE really wanted to show both the audience and also the, the backstage locker room say, hey, Edge is not just some veteran who's going to come in here, work for five minutes, and then headline WrestleMania. Because there's probably a legitimate, I wouldn't say heap, but there's probably a little bit of jealousy in the background saying, why is this old veteran coming in and taking to my spot? my spot that could have been for me for wrestlemania so i think wwe legitimately on purpose wanted to show everybody hey edge can still go and edge still has to work for it he's going to be in the royal rumble for you know over an hour or whatever he's going to be there the entire time to show that edge is is still going to pay his dues he's not being handed anything at wrestlemania so i was really glad that they did that and they didn't just have edge come out number 28 or something and win the royal rumble 10 minutes later i think that was a good decision by wwe every now and then Vince McMahon and WWE make a good decision. We'll put this in the win category. 
Yeah, fair enough. And I do want to say, guys, before we get out of here, I know we only have a a couple more minutes here before the break, but we saw some great surprises. I was very surprised uh, to see, you know, Christian in there, but holy hell, Carlito, those apples Uh, are doing a wonder. Oh, my God. I got to get some of that baby oil and and cinnamon routine. I don't know know what's in those apples, but yeah, Carlito, I mean, there was rumors about him showing up. I marked out for Christian. Same. Like, I could Same. not believe that. Like, if that was in a stadium or if that was at a baseball stadium like last year, it would have been on par with a, with the pop that – and just everything about that moment just ruled because you had – Corey Graves was marking out at ringside with a hell yeah, and then you yeah. got Riddle in the ring looking shocked. Bobby Lashley's like, telling him to bring it. Like, Christian <laughs> hasn't been in the ring in seven years. Like, everything about that – was an awesome return. I wish it had a moment like where the fans could just go crazy. Now, someone who always brings it, Mike Mayer from Off the Mic Podcast. How do we find you online, Mike? Uh, you can follow me at Off the Mic 28 on do Twitter. That. We will follow you everywhere you go, Mike. America's Diamond offers our 5-year, 60-month financing program every day of the year. You don't have to wait for a sale to get 5-year financing with credit approval or wait for a sale to get our guaranteed America's Diamond price because we treat everyone fairly and with respect every day of the year. For almost 40 years, we have designed and created our extraordinary diamond jewelry right here in San Antonio. When you buy at America's Diamond, your money stays in San Antonio. Our whole company is located here and locally owned. Our kids and grandkids go to school here. All 40 of our co-workers live and shop in San Antonio for everything. Through the years, America's Diamond has supported thousands of wonderful charity events in San Antonio. We're the official jeweler of the San Antonio Spurs and of the University of Texas at San Antonio Athletics. See our television program about diamonds and jewelry tonight on ABC KSAT 12 at 12.35 a.m. Or see it right now at americasdiamond.com. Allstate now has deeper savings. And deeper savings require deep thoughts and a deep voice, like mine. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. As someone once said, saving today is money tomorrow. That's deep. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-wise is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Northbrook, Illinois. Order! Continue, Ms. Garner. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day. Objection! My credit card doesn't earn double miles on every purchase. I object to your objection. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles on every purchase. (gasps) Order! Please read Counselor's last statement. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles on every purchase. I'll allow it. No further questions, Your Honor. Well, just one. What's in your wallet? Capital One Bank USA NA. Howdy, Mr. Wildfire. What can I get you today? Well, I'll have a toasted woodshed shingle sandwich, the backyard dry brush salad, and an old gazebo sundae sprinkled with precious photos and family heirlooms. Anything to drink, sweet pea? Yeah. Carelessly stored paint thinner. 
Knowing what wildfire likes to eat is half the battle. Visit firewise.org to find out how you can help make your home more defensible against wildfires. Firewise.org, a public service brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Daddy, why is the sky blue? To match your pretty eyes. Nope. See, all colors have wavelengths that are diffused by oxygen and nitrogen. Since blue has the shortest wavelength, it's diffused up to ten times more. Who taught you that? Mommy. By sixth grade, too many girls lose interest in math and science, which they'll need for most future jobs. Keep her interest alive. For ideas, go to girlsgotech.org. It's her future. Do the math. A public service message brought to you by Girl Scouts of the USA and the Ad Council. What is Moxley doing here? This match is over, but the fight isn't over. John Moxley gets some security out here. What do we have here? Oh! Moxley blindsided. Whoa. Oh my God! <laughs> That's Kenta! Yes, it is. Kenta! What, what the hell is he doing here? Kenta! Oh, go to sleep on Moxley! Kenta's the man with the briefcase! He's the man with the rights to challenge John Moxley for his IWGP US Heavyweight Championship! And he comes out here? And he makes his and he makes his point on AEW Dynamite. Is that allowed? Can you just go to any company? Show I think so. AEW Dynamite. I can't just go to another radio station. Sometimes. How excited were you? It was like, oh my Very god, excited. Hideo Itami is on AEW. Like, it was wow. exciting. Very exciting. I'm Dan Cialana, and I'm always excited to be talking to my tag team partner, Brandon Big Poppy Medina here, and also Mike Mayer from Off the Mic Podcast, who I almost accidentally kicked off the show a few minutes ago because I can't read my All own good. Damn notes. All good. I am so I would have felt so bad. <laughs> I would have felt so badly. I'm like, it would have been like, like I, the I was doing the, like the Alexa was like, Bliss. I was doing like the goodbye, and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm oh, he, he has. I'm making my transformation, and you guys just wanted to kick me out before I had the chance to like just run right. rampant over the I'm show. Sorry. Exactly. I'm it sorry. was like the Alexa Bliss elimination. Yeah, I was like, you yeah. didn't make it. We thought you were gonna make it. Now you're here. It is what it is. Yeah. But last night, guys, after I'd say maybe a lackluster, we'll say a B minus. I think Mike, you and I on the live stream last night in ESPN San Antonio. I think both of us gave AW Beach Blast a B minus. Wasn't a bad show. Not bad. Good ending. Nothing, uh, you know, fun. Not a waste of time. You know, as Iconics would say, good. Good. Do you think the ending was good for the general public or only for diehard wrestling fans? Well, Mike, you know, I want to get your idea on this, Mike. My idea on this thing is that having someone from New Japan show up on AEW makes the internet fans mark out. But I think that's, which is cool. Because we're internet fans and we mark out. However, this is a TV show on the TNT network. And I think that's one difficulty of that AEW struggles with in terms of seems like sometimes they, they market too much toward the internet smarts. And they need to remember we're doing a TV show here for, for the general public. Is someone going to be excited, you know, flipping through the channels, watching wrestling? Are they going to have any idea who this guy is? I think that's one area where AEW really struggles in terms of, like, the, the boys in the back are running the show. But I think sometimes it's a little bit too inside baseball. What do you think, Mike? That's a really good assessment, actually. I, I, I think you're spot on in the fact that – and it's not necessarily a bad thing because I think AEW kind of embraces who they are in the fact that they're – 
wrestling for the fans. And that's always been what their selling point is. They wanted to be an alternative to the premier company in WWE. But at the same time, you're trying to link in people and trying to hook people in and at the same time building new stars. Like, so yeah, that's a great surprise at the end, getting Kenta and New Japan to have that hook in and have something really good. But what are you really appealing to? Are you trying to reel in new viewers? Are you, but really it's for guys like us who love wrestling and follow it. That's a huge deal to get Kenta to come over. But it's just like, it's not, it's not something that's like going to say, okay, keep somebody locked in to tune in. What's going to happen next week? Because there was some internet stuff. They are, I think they're going to book a tag team match with Kenta next week. Like if this were like somebody like a mainstream star, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, if they could pull somebody away from WWE, that was like, if Cesaro, if that was Cesaro, maybe, maybe that generates more of a buzz. And I'm not trying to say anything that bad about Kenta. He's a huge star. Is is it Kenta or Kanta? Because I want to pronounce it correctly. I think it's Kenta. <laughs> it's Kenta, but it's also Hideo Itami. You know, it's yes. By, by the way, Hideo Itami, there. one of the big, one of the biggest failed uh, projects uh, from. It, it was that was such, it, and a lot of it was injuries. I don't fail anything, pal. They but it, failed me because he was. Uh, and I, I said no this fail. <laughs> But I, I said this How to Dan you. on the live stream, Brandon, last last night, and what I uh, what I was saying was when he came in, he came in before Finn Balor, and he was supposed to be what Finn Balor was, yeah. and to see where he is now on a different television show, uh, it's just it's kind of crazy what's happened. And like Finn Balor came to the company what 2015? It's crazy what's happened in like the last six seven years. Definitely exciting to see guys from Japan show up at AEW, see guys from AEW show up on Impact and vice versa. Uh, everywhere besides WWE, every company besides WWE seems to be able to like cooperate and realize that a rising tide lifts all boats. Uh, maybe WWE someday will finally figure that out and stop doing this whole, like, we're going to crush the competition. But Brandon, did you get a chance last night to watch AEW Beach Break? And if you did, what did you think of it? I did. I did. And I actually really enjoyed it. Obviously, I know we have our uh, little drive through baby shower coming up uh, this weekend. So I wasn't able to jump on the live stream, but I did we'll enjoy the address after the show. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Tweet the phone number, the address, everything like that. Yeah. But I do done think uh, I think it was great. I think it was a fun time. I think the, the, the last match, Kenny Omega, them do some incredible stuff. I will say Ray Phoenix is a star. The Lucha Brothers are the star, and nobody ever gives them any credit. But I've been following them for years. They're literally my favorite tag team on the planet. Um, so I love to see more of them. But also, guys, did you see the social media stuff with Kenta and Kenny Omega after where Kenta told him to shut the F up? That was incredible. That should have made TV. That was the best right. thing of, of yeah. the can I, show. Can I, just, can I just say something here just real quick? That This is something that, that bugs me that, that these wrestlers do. They do a lot of social media stuff and it causes buzz. It causes legitimate social media buzz among, you know, the internet smarks. But if it doesn't get on TV, it's not entertaining. I don't give a crap if, you know, if if so-and-so wrestler is, is cutting good promos on Twitter. It's fun. It's fun. But it, I'm not going to go look at Twitter. I want to see it on my TV. I watch wrestling. I don't want to be a Twitter reader or why can't they just do it on TV? Why can't you just say F you on TV? That would have been a lot better. Am yeah. I just with here? No, no. Even even with the, the the bleeping of it, I think it would really draw some ears, draw some attention, draw some eyeballs, and put butts in the seats of their homes uh, to watch mm -hmm. AEW for the following weeks. Because 
that's hilarious. And you don't see that ever on WWE, hardly ever. Yeah. I mean, it's yep. just it, the social media aspect of it. Like, I get it that a lot of people are on social media. But yeah, that I'm with you guys. That absolutely should have made television because because in in the process of that promo, like at the on the tail end of it, Kenny Omega pitches to Tony Khan to book a tag match. Um, that that's that's a huge match. I, I forgot. I think it's going to be it would be Kenta and Kenny versus Moxley and I think and Archer, Lance Archer and Lance yeah. Archer. So, um, yeah, and that's a huge tag match. So like getting that on television, like we go for these shock endings and say, Oh, why is he here? And it's like to get you to tune in next week, it would have been nice to kind of follow that up a little bit and basically be like, okay, yeah, Kent is here. Are, are, is he friends with Kenny Omega? And then you see, no, they're, they're kind of like polar opposites and Kenny and they don't want anything to do with each other. So I, I felt that that was kind of a missed opportunity. Like you guys said. Now, Brandon, I'll ask you something that I asked uh, Mike on our ESPN San Antonio Facebook Live last night. What was the best match of Beach Break last night, and why was it Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker? Listen, Thunder Rosa is a friend of the show. Dan mm-hmm. Cialana Trent has, very a, carefully a, here. has, has, has a, a, a love and respect for Thunder Rosa, and obviously she is doing incredible things. They're going to have – the women's tournament that's going to be insane. If you know anything about Japanese wrestling or anything of the sorts, I mean, they have some incredible talent there. I do think that match was awesome, but as a fan of of Ray Phoenix and as a fan of Kenny Omega, that main event was what I tuned in for, and I don't mm-hmm. think it disappointed, especially with the ending. I just really, truly believe, um, one, they missed an opportunity with Kenta and Kenny backstage, but they also – truly i think are missing opportunities left and right when it comes to the mainstream viewers this is a wrestling fans show and that's awesome but that's not going to last and it's not going to continue to beat ratings when people start tuning out you got to bring new people and yes. i actually heard I, I think it was jay washington on our friend john roca's podcast saying that you know when he talks to his friends that work for wwe they say that about five percent of what goes on in wwe in terms of backstage storytelling is because of internet buzz. Other than that, basically 95% of what happens on WWE TV is what the people backstage, the writers, and Vince McMahon wanted to happen. So this idea that these internet fans, oh, you're on Reddit, so I'm going to talk trash about WWE, and they're going to, and Vince McMahon's going to read this, and he's going to get his feelings hurt, and they're going to push people that we want to push. You know, it, it didn't work. It doesn't work. For years and years, wrestling internet snobs talked about how they hated Roman Reigns. Oh, nobody likes Roman Reigns. We're going to boo him. When we, go to the, when we go to the arena, we're going to boo him just to make Vince McMahon angry. Look at Roman Reigns now. Vince McMahon believed in Roman and said, you know what, I'm going to do what I'm going to do because I'm a businessman. I'm a billionaire. These idiots on Twitter who have all these opinions about wrestling, including us, are not billionaires, are not self-made billionaires, pal, with balls the size of grapefruits. No, Vince McMahon is. So he's going to do what Vince McMahon is going to do. I will say the one thing I don't want to see ever on my television again is Rusev or Miro in a wedding ever again. I'm <laughs> over it. Hey, that was fun. Uh, it's on. played out. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I don't like him. I don't want hey. him on my television. And I'm done with this from like a year ago when Dan was right. all over this yeah. storyline. Okay. So let me just say this. Let me just say this. I, I did like that Rusev acknowledged his past. 
and actually brought light to the fact that he has had a couple of these that didn't work out. They had the renewal of vows with Lana back when he was feuding with Roman. And then we had the, the segment, like, look, I mean, me and Dan, I, I didn't necessarily like, like, I, I just was, one, it's one of those stupid segments in pro wrestling where it's just like, you can't help, but keep your eyes on it. It's so yeah. bad More that it's, it's so, it's, case. it's so bad that it's just like, it's you know, fun. it's, 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 it's like just one of those like goofy things was was this perfect of course it wasn't it's a pro wrestling wedding and like some of the execution and how it it, it turned out like we all knew how it was going to end it was supposed but, to be a train wreck yeah and it's, it's just like it's a, and it's orange cassidy being there it was trope. fun i mean it's yeah. just, it was fun like it was crappy it was, weddings it that get ruined. Home about. it's a wrestling trope it's a wrestling stereotype but we love it and i hope to become your new wrestling trope a new wrestling stereotype. Our show is down for the count. My tag team partner, Brandon Big Poppy Medina, and I, Dan Cialana, are here every Thursday night talking wrestling with you. Mike Mayer, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Sorry, I almost kicked you off the show earlier. Hey, you can never get rid of me. That's what I'm talking about. The click it never goes away. We love having you. We love having Denise Salceda on the show. We love having James Pledger producing us, showing us fingers and other body parts as he feels fits. That's so right. And that's the, next week. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the bottom, the bottom line. Because down for the count. Said, Said so. so. Follow Down for the Count on Twitter at DFTC Podcast.